smoking dough, taking an Uber. If I knew how, I'd listen to a podcast on the way home. You're my best friend too, JJ. Hey, bud. Where's Brownie? Bradley's right here. Whoa, bro, you called me, not Bradley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be talking to me. Gannon will. Oh, Gannon will talk to me? <laughs> and what, you're going to talk to Bradley? He's gotten smart, hasn't he? <laughs> no, you can talk to me. Tell him I said hey. Did you have a good day? Tell him I said hey. Here you say. What's up, JJ? buddy? How you doing? Uh, JJ. JJ. I did today. What? Uh, well, I hung out with Dad. You know, Daddy's been looking after me. He's been taking care of me. Look at that, buddy. He takes care of you and me. Yeah. You been good I for Mom? Yeah, I'm going to bed now. You're going to bed now? Yeah, I hear you, buddy. I'll see you soon. Now, good morning. He will see us. In the morning, we'll see you? Oh, you're going to call us on FaceTime? Yeah. Okay. That's awesome, buddy. I will face you. You want to face him? Yeah, dude. Uh, That's awesome. Time. Tell Gannon I said goodnight, yeah. buddy, and y'all be good. Get it. You hear who's talking to you right now? What is it? Listen, come here. Say hi. Hi. What's up, Gannon? It's Bradley. Hey, Bradley. What you doing, dude? Just took a bath and then we're playing our games on our tablets. Awesome, dude. Are you going to go to bed for mom so she can get some rest? No, we can't. Oh, no. You, you can't? <laughs> hey, mom, I'll sleep with you. No, I don't want you to sleep with me tonight. Well, well, I hope you guys have a good night. I hope you guys sleep good. <clears throat> I love you, boys. Oh, thank you. I love you, buddy. JJ. 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 I don't you don't want to love me? What? What's wrong? It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the person. That's what makes an idea unique. Like, you put those two and two together, that's what <laughs> makes it unique. But yeah. what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? With me right now, I got the one and only Corey Cortez, a 31-year-old dad out of Pinion Hills, California, high desert, owner of Undecided Fear Clothing, owner, CEO, and founder of that shit. And yeah, that's, buddy. That's my, my dog right there. That's you know? right. Uh, fucking, he's a dad of two amazing young boys, JJ and Gannon, which in the beginning of this, you heard him talking to him. I was just like... Hey, those are, those are casualties of war right there. This is stuff you got to knock out as a father. And uh, that's why we got this much love, respect for each other as as men and uh, and brothers. So, but anyways, I'm sorry about that. You know, my phone ding and turn off, the, turn off the value. And can you turn up the gain just a little bit, brother? You see how it's recording and uh, he's turned up just a little bit. Maybe it'll pick up the, yep, you can keep going up on it. Excuse me. Yep, yep, yep. Alrighty, that's all we need right there, man. 
just pick it up just a little bit louder. You know, we're doing this at the cribbo, so we're making it work. Oh, yeah. Making it work. What's going on, man? How you been? Hey, just like, just living it, dude. Just fucking living it. Yeah, just moved back back to Cali, so came back out here to Hawaii, get all the rest of my stuff, and you know, can't wait to get home, be back with the fam. Yeah, dude, that's always. Yeah. That's even though, to keep me going, man. Yep. Even though, even though it can be like stressful at times but once you get on the other side of where your family is and where you're close and what you know it's like ah you know what i'm saying it's those moments of ah fuck i did it man Mm -hmm. you know but um how is it i know you went over there and bought a new house just got a house and how is that because i don't have i keep renting you know what i'm saying but i'm I'm planning something it's it's nice now now that i know i'm i'm paying someone for my own spot now I don't have to go if I don't want to go you know like no one can drop that shit on me last second like hey sorry but here's 30 days I gotta I gotta let you go you know now it's now it's my place unless I fuck up you know what I mean but other than that dude it's good fucking love it big place you know got a yard kids love it you know I just can't wait to get all my stuff back start being able to play like a man you know like Bring all my toys and shit, you know. It'll be, it'll be nice, dude. Like, it'll be nice. Just can't wait. You know, the, the the wife loves it, you know. Like, we've already done a lot of remodeling to it already. You know, make it our home. Because, you know, like, that's what you got to do when you get your house. You got to make it your own, you know, not someone else's shit. So, you know, it's good, though. It's good, man. Happy to, happy to be back home, that's for damn sure. Yeah, I hear that, dude. You know, and that's how I feel about here. That's why I was like... I was telling you, I was like, dude, I might just stay in Hawaii. Why not? You know, just get out the military here. Yeah. That's like one less stress that we don't have to worry about. And that's what I wanted to tell the wife, you know. It's, it really is one less stress. You just stay yeah. here yeah. and just. You're already lives. here. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, we could make it work here. Like, yeah. if I really wanted to, just Airbnb that second room and just rent it out if I really wanted to. But I'm not going to do that with the, with the wife's side hustle that she's got going on. Oh, yeah. No, no. Just Let her start her her thing, you know. She'll make it, and shit, dude. You guys won't even have to run out of room. It's gonna be your guys. You guys will probably actually get out of this place to go somewhere bigger. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's what I wanted to do is to go yeah. like boom when I'm ready to get the VA loan. Oh yeah. Just like they give yeah. it to us. Boom, get it. And be ready to go. It's Fuck good them. for life too. The VA loan, you you don't have to just use it once. People confuse on that, you know. Like you could buy a house, turn around and use the VA loan to buy another house. Yeah, yeah, after after they got their own their their own things like after like a year or so, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like after a year, but it really is, man. And us uh, service members and how we do, we got our uh, better known podcast, better known uh, clothing brand, you know, and that's that's money for us, and then not even money in the sense of a monetary value, but that's money for us in helping helping that uh, that community out and. Uh, exploring out uh through different many of different ways that we have been collaborating and that's what i love about connecting with this man and then uh and we can do certain things that really we really love to do and we ain't got to worry about a fucking thing and that's what that's what undecided fear that's what phoenix empire is going to do and this is this is you know what i'm saying the bp right here the, the the business partner you know what i'm saying my cip my criminal fucking and um, my criminal and fucking partner, you know what I'm saying? We always get it done. So 
it's a, it's a pleasure having him here and uh pleasure being here man yeah for sure dude i was just like i was like fuck yeah you can come here dude because i was like that's the first thing i thought put you on the podcast man really put undecided fear out there he's got a couple shirts and he's got some other things you can contact me and i can put you in connection with him and start helping this man out with uh some of his gear so i know he's got many brilliant about many brilliant ideas out there and he's just waiting to unleash him to everybody so and I'm trying. I, I made it quiet right now, though, just because I, I got it. Yeah, yeah. It's really under construction right this minute, but right after this, you know, like it's gonna, it's gonna be back. Just I had to put it on hold because, you know, like there's a bunch of competitors out there, and and you wanna, you wanna shine, you know what I mean? Like no matter what, podcast, clothing, everything, you know what I mean? So you had to put it on hold. It's like a re, you know, redo it real quick. Clothing's gonna be dropping again pretty soon, you know, and. You know, shit's just, it's gonna, it's gonna happen. Clothes, you know, I got shirts, sweaters, hats, stickers, koozies. Yeah, I got, I got a bunch, you know, and like, just, just trying, just Instagram and Facebook, that's all I got right now, building a website, you know, and, and just, uh, just trying to build it, you know, like really, that's all you can do. Just, you, you baby steps, and then until you get comfortable and you take a little bit larger step. If you build it, they will come, bro. If you build it, it, they will come. That's it, brother. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm telling you, man. It just, that shit starts making sense. But, mm-hmm. and man, this is a dude who who fucking sends it right here. He doesn't give a fuck. I've seen this man ride dirt bikes. I've seen this man ride motorcycles. And there's just there's just there's certain people out there that just whip it in just a different way. Like if their 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 life has no end when they get on this certain thing, and they do it, and that's where they find mm-hmm. their rush in life. And it's through uh, through dirt biking, through uh, riding uh, motorcycles. To be honest with you, because I know he's had a couple ideas that he's wanted to promote, but not even promote in that way, but just really, 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 you know, put his life into it and have have something beautiful for himself. His polished gym. So yeah, this definitely. is my man right here, dude. I'm telling you, I can't give him more than enough love. I'm I'm so glad he's fucking here with me. Yeah. And he told me he was like, hey man, I need to finish up clearing and uh out processing of the army so because he had some things happen to him which which we'll probably get to around here in a little bit and uh that's why i love him you know and uh but yeah man drop us some of that bio what's up with that like where you from what's it like what you know how you were raised all that shit just this this is like where you just dump it and release it you know what i'm saying for sure for sure just like they taught us yeah so basically dude like you know like I said, Corey Cortez, owner of Undersided Fear Clothing. I was born in Pennant Hills, California, which is a super small town in the high desert of Phelan, California, of Southern California. And uh, you know, had a went to high school out there. Basically, born and raised out there. You know, like all you do is everything was dirt six miles What's down. What's the high school? It's called Serrano, but but those were for the good like people. Like the peppers. Yeah. Oh, that, that, those good. were the good people, though, bro. I was a, I was a wild child, so I went to a continuation school. What so, you mean, wild child? Yeah. So, yeah, really, like, yeah, yeah. I just nobody's gonna tell me no. Nobody's gonna tell me I can't do something, and you know, I just lived it, man. Like, I just, I just lived it, you know, and that's really all you can do. So, you know, I grew up in a small town, all about dirt bikes. You know, everything was really off road. You know, like every, everything, your trucks were off road bikes everything that you can think of because you're in the dirt you know what i mean 
So uh, the biggest thing I can think of, and I just want to, I hate to cut you off. The biggest thing I can think of is like, uh, have you, I don't know if you played GTA five, but it's like three different stories of California. Right. But just like Grand Theft Auto. Right. And uh, one of the dudes, his name is Trevor. He's like a meth head. But he lives out in the... It's like basically probably where, he, where I grew up. So it's like basically themed yeah. off of there because it's like like the Beverly Hills dude and like the Compton dude and then like the southern like... Not like, like the SoCal area, but just right. like the desert part of like... What is that? Is that the Mojave Desert like out there? Or uh, what, what not, desert not quite. Not quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, pretty close. You know, like we're not rich like them Beverly Hill folks, Hollywood folks. You know what I mean? We grew up poor, dude. Like... We really, we did struggle, you know what I mean? My dad worked his fucking ass off to give us what he got, you know, and, and same with my mom, you know. My mom, she helped us out as much as she possibly could, you know, make sure we were good to go for the next day. And, uh, yeah, dude, so, like, basically we grew up, you know, struggling and then fucking, uh, you know, just trying to trying to make it, trying to survive, you know what I mean? And then, uh, so I got on to dirt bikes and shit like that, and honestly, that just put me on a new level. You know what I mean? Uh, really, all, all everyone used to do back at, like when I was younger was ride horses everywhere. You know, it was a small town. We had one grocery store. Everybody knew everybody. You know, one grocery store, one gas station. You know, and that was really it. And uh, it was called Sunshine Market. You know, really small. It was back in, yeah. it was like 94, you know, like a, a long time ago. Most of you guys weren't even born yet. I wasn't even born, yeah, brother. you know, so like. Um, but it, it just blew up. The town blew up, you know. All you can do is really just go ride and have fun or do drugs and party. And, and really, that's what I did. You know what I mean? I, I started getting into high school, started just hating on school, and then um, really just started riding and partying the whole time. You know, I, I don't think I ever lived my high school year sober at all, one day sober, you know, and... It kind of took me down a dark path whenever when I was uh, whenever I got out of that shit. You know, whenever I graduated high school, I did graduate barely. I graduated on graduation day. You know, same. So hey, I fucking made it. That's all that matters. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I got out. You know, I had a job, and uh, really, dude, all I did was party, man. I was I always hung out with older people because they can buy me the beer. You know. And I can supply you the drugs, you know, because it was easy for me to get it. I grew it. I had it, you know, and it was just easy for me, you know. Got in a lot of trouble, did a lot of rowdy shit, you know. And really just kind of like, I I guess you can say, just live your life. You know, I just lived my life out there. What's that? What's that video that we watched together of like that dirt bike, that dirt bike uh, movie that we watched? You showed it to us. Um, it's like the beginning of like, like how these dudes were like, they're almost like skateboarders in a way, just like some skateboarders fucking go hard. Some like walk the straight and narrow and then like abide by like legally cause they don't want to get in trouble. All they want to do is ride. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, there's like always the people that cross the line. You know oh yeah, saying? definitely. Like yeah. with whatever, and I feel like that was around the time that you showed me that. Remember, we were sitting in your garage, mm. and what was the? Uh, what it's was probably it? Unchained. It, uh, there's a there's a dirt bike documentary called yeah, Unchained, yeah. and really just showed like people's lifestyle of of dirt bikes, freestyle. They grew up racing, and then and they hated the racing. Yeah, people yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. yeah, shit like that. You know, and then there's also this other one. You know, I'm gonna rip out my buddy Colin Morrison. Everyone knows him as Scummy. 
and uh, you know him and him and, and scummy that's metal militia right yeah metal yeah, militia, yeah. yeah. They uh, came out with the. And you knew those dudes, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it was, you know, it was dope. They, there's a movie called Twitch and Scummy, The Adventures of Twitch and Scummy, and uh, really, dude, that's how me and my best friend RJ were, dude. We we were just like those fucking kids. RJ was a sober dude. Yeah, he wasn't like a wild child. He was, but he wasn't. You know what I mean? We just fucking partied, man, and you know we get hammered, go ride dirt bikes, and. Fuck, dude, do whatever we wanted to. He'd just, watch after you. Yeah, just we just wreaked havoc, man, and and that was it, dude. Like, it's what you can do in the desert. You don't get in trouble because there's only like fucking five cops out there, you know. So like, what do you really? What are you gonna do? And you're on dirt bikes, so someone's gonna come in a cop car. All you're gonna do is just dip out, you know. Like, they ain't gonna catch you because you're just gonna turn down a dirt road anyways, and you're gone, you know. So you just you're just wild, you know. This. Just wild. Just fucking no fucking limits, dude. No, no limits. fucking no limits. limits. You know, we used That's... to do stupid shit. We put cars in aqueducts. We put a boat in an aqueduct. You know, an What's aqueduct. What's an aqueduct? I, I know what it's... I've heard of it, but what is it? So basically, it's just like a like a wa- like a ravine, water ravine. Oh, okay, you know, it's yeah. our drinking water and our bathing water and all that shit. Oh, you fucking idiots. Dude, yeah, but we didn't know, like, well, we knew, but we just didn't give a fuck at the time, you know what I mean? We just had fun, you know? Just, just all high and shit? Yeah, just, just like, fuck it, dude. Yeah, like, they didn't care, just fucking sent it, and that, you know, it was fun. Yeah. I had a, I had a good life growing up, you know? I, I struggled a lot, but I had a good life growing Same. up. You know, I, I fell into my drug addiction, which, Same. you know, we'll, we'll be talking about. You know, I... I hit rock bottom before and came up. I hit rock bottom again. Then I got married and now I'm fucking sailing through life, you know. But yeah, dude, the desert life was nice. It was easy. And then uh, comfortable. Yeah, basically you just grow up. You know, that's that's really all you can do. Everyone starts moving away from each other. You start doing different things, and you know, life grows and. Yeah. It's good, you know what I mean? Because if I would have been stuck that way, I would have been dead or in jail, you know? And shit, that's I've how it was. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're yeah. just music to my ears, Corey. Like, that's why I don't even have to say anything. Yeah. Sit back and listen to you, because this man, this is music to my ears just hearing you. But yeah, bro, keep going, man. I hate to cut you off, but that's what No, dude. no, it's good. But, but yeah. Dude, yeah, because yeah. there's some questions, you know? Like I don't give a fuck, dude. Like we're we're there's no fifty no fifty shades of gray between us that oh, we yeah, gotta show no, each other yeah. between men and men. You just fucking you know? talk. Yeah, dude. And like I got these questions that I that I asked to be more proper and everything. But this is just my show to just let my hair back and just listen yeah. to music to my ears. That's therapy almost, you know. Just talk. Yeah. Like if talking is my gift and my downfall, which I've heard before, then, you know what I'm saying, let the talking be soothing to me right. and absorb what I'm what I'm hearing, you know? And I love that I can express that with you in a certain way, man, just like just like we always do. And uh, But there's, of course, the biggest, the, some of the questions that I want to ask you would be something to have on your mind. Some of the significant events that happened to you in your life and then what are your biggest successes and challenges throughout life? Like right. from like, from as far as you can remember, man. Like yeah. the the biggest for you, you know. And those are the ones yeah. that I want you to really find the morals in. And man, yeah, for sure, yeah, dude. definitely. Yeah, man. So 
really, you know, being up in there in the desert, you can't really do nothing. You know, life's boring up there sometimes, uh, unless you, unless you make it boring. You know what I mean? You make it boring is boring, but you can have some fucking fun. And um, really, dude, my my fun was uh, getting on my dirt bike, going out and riding, and doing a lot of fucking drugs, bro. I did a lot of drugs. You know, I, I fell into a dark, dark hole, and it was basically no way out of that thing, you know what I mean? Like, there was really, I, I, I never seen my, never seen a way out, you know? So, um, really, did it all started out with pills, man. Like, uh, funny thing is, is, I actually smoked weed back when I was, I was like 12 years old when I first got high, you know? And, uh, you know... But then it really started with pills. Like, weed wasn't, like, a really big thing, you know, just because I was more scared of my parents finding out that I smoked weed and smelling it and all that shit, you know? Being a scared little kid. But, um, I got in a dirt bike accident. Yeah, actually, uh, I broke my shoulder and shit. And the doctor gave me some pills. Never had pills before, you know? Like, never never did it because I never really got hurt. When I got hurt, my mom was able to fix me up, basically, you know? So, uh... Yeah, dude. Like I, I just had a so shit, shit so pills. so that's what that's what that's what triggered your addiction to your pills was, was yeah, yeah. that uh, that accident and getting yeah. them pills to help you heal. Right, exactly. So my mom, my what mom actually trusted me. Shit, this was back in two thousand and two. And that was about two thousand and two. How old were you yeah. then? Uh, I was like. 14 yeah in your teens yeah yeah, yeah for 14, sure 15 something like that man yeah. that's right that's right when uh the war in afghanistan and iraq had popped yeah. off yeah. that's crazy man just to just to look at the time that like what were you what you were doing oh, then yeah, and exactly. then and then looking at what was going on around you like the life events man oh, that's yeah. crazy and uh but dude that's crazy what was happening in your life and it's kind of like you yeah. micro niche it and yeah. like make it very micro to your life and this is your story around addiction, and uh, it's crazy how much our our stories can lie together and form yeah. a road, man. It you know, there's really a is. there's a lot of people out there that fight that shit. You know, fight addiction and all that shit. And people just they just don't know how to break it. You know what I mean? Like, you can break it. You really can. It's just it's really about yourself. You know, and uh, you know it's it's really about yourself. Uh, and you know really all you all you can do is know when when you're actually doing it sometimes it's too late man and uh, so with me was uh, I, I got in an accident and you know I, I I crashed on my bike my the only person that was home was my brother and it happened on uh, April Fool's Day, the, the craziest thing that you could really think of is April Fool's. And uh, so, you know, like the biggest thing was the pill. Yeah, so, you know, like I was just doing that. Pills, it was, it first started out with uh, somas and Vicodins, you know, because, like I said, I broke my shoulder and really, like, I, I kind of just started getting used to them. And not really, I can't really say used to them. I guess you can say you liked them, liked them, yeah. yeah. And I just kept doing them more and more and more, you know. And then uh, I actually started trading them, you know, when I was younger. And like I got acid, 
I got fucking, I, I used to smoke weed all the time, you know, and so I used to just trade it, you know, because, yeah, that's how I learned, learned that little game, you know, like, hey, you know, you can go get this shit if you give this person this shit, you know what I mean, and, and so I started venturing on, on drugs, and, and, um, yeah, really, it just, like, kind of took over my life, and I enjoyed it, though, like, I, I wasn't sitting here looking for the out, you know, I was just looking for the high. The higher you can get, the better off you are. You know, and that's how I lived it, man. You know, like my my teachers, they all knew that I was faded out. And that's hilarious. You know, like I I just you know I, I never hid it. I was never the person to hide it. You know, because I was I never thought I was good at hiding shit. So I just never really hid it. But you're no one really uh, realized it, I guess. I mean, that's what we call the fiend. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. just a fiend. Oh, yeah, but dude, you're you just... fiend out for sure, yeah. And then especially when you don't have something, you know? And uh, and they kind of know like, why. And yeah, just like, that was kind of like oh. more of a, a bigger thing later on. You know, I, I never really never really went without it for years. Yeah. Years and years, dude. Like, I always had something somebody wanted. And that was just easy. You know, I'd, I'd go get rid of, like, I don't know, fucking, say, like, 250 pills. And I'd be oh, able to go shit. pick up, like, a pound of fucking weed. And, I would, dude, I was just chilling. Like, I would just do which the hustle. One, which you one know? were you better off with? What do you mean? Like, the the pills or the weed? I love weed, dude. Go natural. If you can, always stick natural. You yeah, know? that's always but the best, right? But if you could have no other choice, then you got no other choice. You know what I mean? And... But that's I, how you thought then, or is that how you still think now? Or is that no, that's how I thought then. Now, yeah, dude, yeah. you better fucking stick to natural, dude. All these other shit, they fuck you up, you know. And like they're, they get you high as fuck, but they fuck you up on the inside at the same time. You know what I mean? So it's better and off going natural. Yeah, just like with with like shrooms and acid, dude. You know, there's a bunch of people out there like, oh, dude, like I want to, I'll get some acid and take some acid and all that shit. But like, you gotta realize what they have to put in that shit to get you shrooms is up. more natural shrooms is natural dude that shit grows grows yeah, in the dude. ground you know what I mean like just like bud bud grows in the ground you know natural comes from the earth yeah mother nature's given mother nature gave it to you so you might as well use it you know what I mean that's my thought you know and but yeah dude I just got I just got bad with them you know and uh eventually I started getting more and more into shit and uh you know, I even shot up heroin, dude. I, I did I did some shit, you know, and I I didn't I didn't like it, you know. I did coke, I did a lot of coke and, and Same. you know, I was never never I can't say I've ever hated coke, but now I got a wife and kids and so now I, I just I'm I'm an adult, you know what I mean? And I, I don't wanna go party with that shit. I'd rather just chill, mellow out, you know what I mean? Smoke that mellow and just be chilling. You know, but none none of that's happening yet. I just I, I got some time, you know. But people go down, man. Like I was saying earlier, people go down. You know, I I lost everything, bro. I legit, I lost everything. I got rid of my truck. You know, what kind of truck my, you have? I had a Dodge fifteen hundred, lifted fifteen hundred. How the old time. were you at the time? I was. Uh, the first time that I actually fell on my face, I was 18 years old, and uh, I had. What my, were you doing by the time you were 18? 
Well, fuck, dude, I was already out on my own. You know, I already moved fuck. out of state, you know, and and was already oh, doing my own right. thing. You know, I moved yeah. to Arizona with some buddies and shit. And, uh, Are yeah, they one of them? No, money? no, no. Uh, one of my other buddies, he yeah, actually, yeah. like, I can't really say he was a buddy. I guess yeah. it's a dude who just use you. You know what I mean? You always find those people out there. But you don't know at the time, you know? You're young. So I, I, You're young. I, yeah, exactly. Young and dumb, dude. You don't know. Nobody knows. It's all learning, you know? You fucking learn from mistakes. That's what makes you the fucking man you are today, you know? So I moved out there and was just still doing my own thing, partying all the fucking time, drinking and blacking out, you know, driving home while I was blacked out drunk, you know, and doing stupid ass shit, dude, and like, really thank god i'm still here without fucking serious issues you know and like and what part of arizona what did you move to it's bullhead what's that close to it's like right Phoenix? next to havasu and needles it's like right in between havasu and needles you know i don't like, know where the, any of those are at either no a lot of a lot of like the fucking california people know or you know like you always yeah, yeah, see yeah. those those like uh, i guess you can say like those uh was that wild the wild summer, wild summers, you know, like bitches on the beach and shit. No offense to you, ladies out there, but just like chicks on the beach, flashing people, you know, walk around topless and, you know, all that shit. You know, like everyone, it's like a, everyone, all the college chicks used to go there and, and just where like was have fun. It's Havasu. In California. Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Okay, but how? I mean, there's a landlocked state. Like, is it like at the at at the beach or? It's a river. Oh, at the river? Yeah, I it's mean, a river. Is, I don't know. Fuck, dude. I got to look at a map. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm nah, pretty yeah. I need, a pretty, I need to look at a map. Yeah, well, plus, plus everyone's like, oh, it's just Arizona. They always think about just like well, one thing. You know, Arizona's pretty big. California's fucking huge. You know, like, just like people say, oh, like, hey, what part of like Utah are you from or some shit? I don't know anybody from Utah, but I'm just saying, you know, like. I know like one person. You know, like, they're like, oh, yeah, from, are you from this town? You know, like, or how far are you from this town? They're like, oh, well, I'm like fucking five hours away. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's pretty far. And some people, some people haven't even mentioned to me, like, about North Carolina. It's like, they say some places and I don't even know. But I've, I've, I've met plenty of people. I just, like, but when I was, like, looking for a job, I was just, right. like, I was, like, looking around North Carolina, you know what I'm saying, looking at the map. So I kind of, like, kind of made my own, like, major points. Like, oh, yeah. oh, this is from this and that's mm-hmm. from that. So I kind of, like know more about North Carolina, you know what I'm saying, just so the state, that's that's where I'm from, so I can, like, oh, this is, I'm from here, well, that's about, everybody knows where North, uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina is, everybody talks about it, it's like, well, not for many good things, because it's, like, the number (laughs) one, like, heroin addiction, like, not number one, but it's on the top ten list, Right. it's on there, and crime, I think, as well, but it is what it is. Yeah, man, that's basically how California is, dude, like, everyone's like, oh, hey, you heard about this part about California? And, you know, like, I'm just like, ah, yeah, I kind of know about it, but I don't really know about it. But, yeah, um, join us in a little bit as we talk to Corey on his recovery, what he did in the military, and we're going to continue on the adventure on this road that we're creating with everyone. Thank you. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Back at it again with Corey Cortez. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, good, man. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, for sure, brother. I know we had to take a little break, but now we're going to get back into the recovery. 
uh, how you how you got back on that bike, man. How you continue to shred that fucking life, and uh, and then your journey through the military and uh, where you're at now, man. Right. So, what's up, dude? How did how did you how did you overcome that recovery? What was what was your rock bottom moment? All right, so I guess you can say like my rock bottom was I really didn't under didn't really get it until basically until it was too late. You never know when it's it's too late until it's just too fucking late. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, basically, I sold my bikes, I sold my truck, I basically sold every cool thing that I had, like, electronic-wise, and kind of just sat there, bare minimum, you know what I mean? All, all so I can have, you know, my drugs and shit, and, uh, just, just so that way I can keep my high going on, and, um, yeah, so I lost everything, my buddy kicked me out of the house, you know, and I was basically just, just couch surfing again for a while you know and uh i moved around house to house for for a little while couch surfing yeah you know and uh i slept in my truck for uh, about a month you know i would try to find people who were doing parties or whatever so that way i had on the weekends i had somewhere to go stay then i could take a shower at someone's house and shit like that you know that's homeless homeless Uh, man yeah homeless homeless dude and then um yeah, dude, so I lost everything, absolutely everything, and then I actually uh, took a couple years, I started doing a little bit better, started cutting out some of the drugs, basically because I had no money, you know what I mean, and uh, so I couldn't afford anything, couldn't, you know, so I was I was sitting there working for my dad for a little while, and... What's I, he do? Uh, he owns his own company, painting company, it's called a CMN, or yeah... CNM imaging or CNM painting something like that. So uh, I was just we were just redoing like all like uh, hotels and apartments, you know, repainting them and stuff like that. So I was able to start getting some money and I was growing some weed, so I didn't have to really like go out and try to buy it. You know what I mean? So since I grew it, I was able to smoke it. You know, I was smoking it before it was even ready to go, but it still got you high. So it's really what I looked for was just a high. And then uh, flash forward about about a year, and uh, I met my wife now, you know, Madison. And great woman too. Yeah, I, I thank you, thank you. I, I took her for one hell of a ride, man. I'll tell you what, you know, she was doing very well for herself. You know, basically just about to finish her degree in criminal justice and all that i know it's crazy too she wanted to become a cop and i was a drug addict you know how does that work Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so um yeah so we we lost our first child and basically i i just went downhill you know and i I fell even darker into a a deeper darker hole because of the loss of the first child yeah yeah and because like i almost lost my wife and stuff at the time yeah that's right i remember you yeah yeah that topic pregnancy you know like something not really to no one really knows what it is i didn't even know what it was you know what i mean what's it Uh, called an atopic pregnancy so it's basically where your baby grows in a inside your fallopian tube obviously you don't have one at least let's let's hope not and uh (laughs) so uh yeah, so it ruptured, and she lost, like, 95% of her blood internally. So, basically, she was dead in my arms. You know, I took her to a fire station and all that. You know, saved the girl's life, but she saved mine. You know what I mean? So, Saving uh, each other, man. That's yeah. what... So, uh, I uh, went darker into another hole, you know. Started getting into pills again. 
you know, smoking spice, you know, that shit that oh, was like spice, you know. And, um, yeah. In Cali, really? Where yeah. it's fucking legal to smoke bud and you're Well, fucking... now, it wasn't before. Okay. Yeah, so. Uh, when did it get recreationally? Around the 2000s or? No, so honestly, it just like got legal probably, I want to say, like two years ago. Honestly, I don't know because I'm out of the game, so I don't really know. When it was recreationally yeah. legalized? I know it's so. been a minute when it's, since it's been recreationally legal. I think it's been medicinally legal since like 1997, if I'm not mistaken, but I can I couldn't tell you. But anyways, back to that like yeah. topic of uh Dude, that's crazy. That's another thing. Like that's why I can't wait to have Maddie on the show, man. Is like yeah. she can talk to us about that story because I know how she is, you know what I'm saying? Oh, she yeah. can go forever. Yeah. And you got to you feed off the energy, dude. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, once so boom, hit rock bottom again yeah. for the second time. For the second time. And, and what's then, that like? Uh, Just like honestly, for me, it's like, fuck, I've already been here before, but fuck, yeah, I'm here again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and honestly, like, I, I got I got married to Madison to Maddie, <coughs> you know, and uh, so basically, I brought her down again. Mm. You know what I mean? We started doing very well for ourselves, and I just fell back down again, and you know, so I drug her down with me. So that's how it basically is. Basically, she just told me hey we're packing up our bags and we're moving out of out of southern california we're gonna go up to, to uh northern california to where her mom was at basically to pull me away from everybody that i knew down here you know so we went up there and obviously you're a drug addict you know where you can find it it's just it's really not hard you know what i mean it's like fucking basically looking for a fucking pack of pencils and a fucking staples yeah exactly so you know I, I i got it found it kept doing it over and over and um i wasn't working i wasn't even trying to find a job i wasn't doing nothing i was just sitting there rock bottom just hating life you know what i mean i had nothing going for myself and i was just like you know what fuck this this is it you know what i mean that's just this is what this is all i'm gonna do but that's just because of the drugs you know what i mean so uh mm. me and her got into it you know and basically she was like hey dude this is what's gonna go on you're going to rehab or we're getting a divorce and i was just like hey you know like she's my love you know like she's my world right there i, I didn't want yeah i, I didn't want to let her go she meant way too much to me so I, I told her i was like hey all right um i'll get i'll sober up and i'll go into the military and she didn't really believe me but she knew i had no choice so I told her, I was like, hey, let me go get, you know, let me go get high one more time and I'll sober up. So I did. I got fucking extremely fucking faded. And the next day, I threw all my shit away, you know, and I started, I went to a recruiter. I explained to everybody, hey, this is what's going on. This is what I'm going through right now. I got to sober up because I'm not sober. And I can't pass the piss test or nothing like that. So my recruiter, thank God I, I got one, who actually took me serious. Um, just because I'm all tatted out, you know, like they didn't really want to put someone like me into the army. So uh, I found someone who was actually serious about helping me out. And we talked every day. I explained to him everything that was going on day by day. And uh, yeah, I joined the army. You yeah. started seeing what the Brotherhood was, was really yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I joined the Army. It sobered me up. 
you know I'm still sober six years now you know and and that's sober from what so drug sober I I drink and stuff like that you know yeah yeah. honestly it was a little hard for me at first you already know yeah and uh you know it was it was a little hard for me at first uh, to withdrawals to, and everything. Yeah, exactly. How how long yeah. was it, how long did the withdrawals last for you? Dude, honestly, it felt like an, an eternity, dude. Like, I went to basic training, and that's how I got sober. Was sweating it out and sweating it out. I was I didn't sleep. I was sick. I honestly thought I was gonna die, you know, because that's taking me from everything. No no alcohol, no cigarettes no drugs nothing you know what i mean so uh yeah i thought i was gonna die for damn sure you know (laughs) a few times honestly and uh even people told me too like man you look like you're gonna die and uh, i just champed it out man and i think that's what you've done i think that's what you've done fucking until 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 now bro since i've met you it's like everything has been fucking overcoming the struggle, man. Yeah. yeah, dude. That you fucking face in life. Yeah, and, and trust me, there's a lot of struggles. People don't really realize the struggles because a lot of people are wrapped in a bubble and they don't really understand what life is. You know what I mean? So when people get out there and actually experience, experience life and kind of experiment on some shit, you know, some people can't let it go and it just uh, just gets your ass. You know what I mean? Punches you in the fucking face. Yeah. I know that's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, and then uh, military got, experience. Yeah. How was that for you? Would would you? Oh, would I, you I join love us? it. I joined as a private, fuzzy, little yeah. fuzz, fuzzy chest dude. I'm an NCO now. I'm a sergeant. So, um, yeah, really, honestly, Cab man. Cav scout. Yeah. How was that? Uh, I love it. I still love it. You know what I mean? Like people talk shit on it, but you know, like hey, it's it's a combat MOS, and you know, I like the action and. I, I love the discipline, you know what I mean? I, I love sucking when people are out there, like, living that cush life. I'm out there digging holes and sleeping in holes and sleeping when it's raining outside, you know what I mean? I, I love it. I love to suck because you put your body through hell, and it just makes you stronger. You know, you don't really realize what... Um, you don't really realize what... Uh, what, what you're your capable body, of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what you're capable yeah, of. Yeah. And that's what... That was like the biggest thing for me too, man. It was like when I joined, I was just like, I've already been through the suck. And then for us, man, because you're like, what? Like I went in, I've been in for three years. You've been in for how long? For almost six. Almost six. So you went ahead a little bit. You went in around that time where it was still kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And then I say it's gentrified, fucking. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gentiles. Everyone's getting pizza parties now, and I was just getting my dick smoked off, you know? Yeah, for sure, yeah. dude. And then I think that's, like, the biggest difference for me, but I had that. I had I had the, the probably the worst drill sergeant at home, dude, my mom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she was yeah. fucking hard on me, too. So it was just, like, when I went through it, it was just, like, this is not hard at all. It just sucks a little bit. You're in, you're in a bit more physical pain in different spots, like your shoulders mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and walking everywhere and everything like that. Yeah. But it's just, like me walking like because we had to march from like at Fort Sill we had to march from uh, from the re- not replacement where you go to and you in process right all the way to the defect and that was like a like maybe like a mile march but in that Fort Sill heat dude and that fucking shit was no joke and really not knowing not really knowing marching because you don't really march DNC, for fun yeah. you know like 
I know what you mean. That shit was a struggle, I bet. And then this is like, fuck, dude, the sun's being down on you. It's like, all right, cool. I just left the construction job. The sun was being down yeah. on me anyways. <laughs> I just got done walking miles upon miles because I couldn't find a ride to work, so I had to walk to work or yeah. something like that. Or I needed to want to hang out with my buddies. Had no car. Had to walk there. So it's just like, I've done this all before, but it's just different right. ways. Like the... And that was like to eat, bro. And then it's like yeah, fucking starving yeah. like a motherfucker. He's like, I'm ready to eat. I'm I'll I'll fucking run there if I can right now. Yeah. You only get that like five minutes to eat if that. They never did that to us, bro. They did uh, it to us once, like. Yeah. And it was as soon as we were sitting down, it was like you're done third, and it was like, oh fuck, <laughs> just like trying to scarf up everything, right, and they're right. like, stop fucking eating. Yeah. It's just like you wanted you wanted a lollygag through the defect. We're yeah, gonna. That's your fault. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And they fucking. And for us, dude. Uh, so for us, whenever our cycle was gonna go through, whenever they pick you up, uh, there's like two females. They dropped those two females to make it an all male battery. Man. So it was different for us. It was like they kind of they kind of got to do everything like yeah, whatever they can do for to a man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they fucking I think they I think they pushed us a little bit like and they tell us too like oh we're not supposed to be doing this but we do it anyways yeah. but it was the thing the coolest thing was was like drill sergeant time you know mm-hmm. they'd sit there and pull everybody in the front of the bay yeah. and after everything was clean all the and weapons talk were clean, to you. and then talk to you regularly yeah. like talk like, to you yeah. stories like and it's like okay these are they take their fucking brown round off and talk yeah. to you like a regular man just like how we do now this is this is our sergeant's time you know what I'm saying yeah like, exactly and that's what I mean you just recreate it over and over and over again, you know? That's all you do is just over and over and over again. You're doing the same thing from the time you were born until now. You're just doing it in different ways, man. And, uh, but yeah, I know you had, it was a big scare for us because on this end, um, what happened to you during that training event, man? That like, oh, uh, yeah. I know that shit changed your life once again. It probably made you hit rock bottom once again, dude. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, I had a, a Mark 19 round. A grenade round. Uh, thank God it was a chalk round. Uh, it actually exploded. It got stuck inside the barrel of a weapon of the Mark 19. And uh, as me and my Elaborate buddy... Elaborate the Mark 19 is for those who don't know. It's a grenade launcher. Yeah, yeah. So basically... Belt fed, right? Yeah, belt fed. So basically uh, uh, two rounds of that thing could take a three-story building down. You know, and... Um, yeah, so we were training, you know, just like another day, whatever, just... You know, trying to go through rounds just so we can hurry up and get rid of them. Everybody who's in the army knows what I'm talking about is, damn, we got this fucking stack of, we got this pallet of rounds. We can't leave until they're gone, so let's get them gone. And uh, we had two Mark 19s out there, and one of them kept getting jammed, so I had to keep pulling them out, and then the other one got jammed. And since I kept pulling the other ones out, everyone was like, hey, you know, like, can you get this one out? So as I was trying to get it out, the uh, the round actually exploded on me and took out my hand, my dominant hand too. And that that kind of did set me back for a while. You know, at first I didn't I didn't believe it. You know, like I I guess it's kind of hard to say. Is like um, when you were laying there on the ground, like with your oh, hand. Oh no, I wasn't. I, I it blew up. I fucking jumped up, checked my buddy to make sure he was good. Looked at my hand, knew it was fucked up, jumped off the truck, and then basically fucking did everything myself because the medics that were out there when they got there were fucking idiots. So I, I sat there forever, 
for like 45 minutes an hour before I got medevaced out of there. And then, uh, yeah, they sent me to the hospital. Forgot about me in the hospital. That was the first time in the 60? Yeah, yeah. Good ride, huh? It was. It was, it was pretty trippy. I got to see the volcano. They took us over the volcano, you know, which was actually super dope because I've never seen a volcano in real life, you know. Always, you always see it in movies or, it you know. Yeah, it's fucking... Yeah, so it was, it was pretty dope and um, took pictures, you know, even though I was super fucked up. You the know, good and the bad, Yeah, man. you know, I like... Everyone's like, I'm going to take this guy to war when if something happens, I'm taking him. So, uh, yeah, so I got to the hospital, forgot about me. I wasn't even supposed to be there. They were supposed to land fly out to a, to an actual hand hospital, you know, to where like a professional hand surgeon is at. So I watched my whole hand die, basically. And, um, yeah, so recovering was was kind of rough man not gonna lie so uh and what did it knock off it knocked off the 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 middle finger my middle finger and it blew up my index finger so i can't bend my index finger and i can't feel more than half of my index finger and it blew my thumb up so like the tip of my thumb is gone okay so you're grabbing like this yeah so i went up to grab it with just my through those three fingers and it blew it up and shrapnel even went into my wrist and took out my nerves through my hand. So my from my fingertips to my elbow are all fucked up. Mm. So, um, yeah, once I kind of finally started realizing that it wasn't a dream, that this is really what, what happened, uh, yeah, it, it hit, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It hit pretty hard, uh, especially because I got a family. Yeah, I got my wife and my two kids, you know, and... Uh, it affected them a lot because dad wasn't able to play anymore you know dad had to just sit there and be careful you know and then i got super depressed because it was my dominant hand so i had to learn how to try to learn how to write with my my left hand took me from all my dirt bikes so i wasn't able to go ride anymore um took me from everything brushing my teeth you know like just if you want to learn that see what that's like for one day just Put a glove like a, a mitten over your hand where you can't use that hand at all you know what i mean and just try to see what it's like you can't button your pants can't tie shoes you know like little stuff it's it's hard you know your what daily I mean? normals yeah exactly and, and you're so used to it so once it's taken away it's it's pretty fucking hard you know what i mean but um yeah so basically all they did after that was i uh, got did my surgeries i got i was hurt and uh, they gave me pills again, you know, and I was taking them because I was I was hurt. And then I started taking them more because I was hurt and it felt good. And then I started taking more and more than I was actually supposed to, you know, and I started using them more just to get fucked up, you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, so I went back through another addiction. But for me, you know? it's like the beast that they create. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. But, yeah, you're, you're back in the addiction that you've already fucking mm-hmm. started, that you've already been through how many times? Twice before yeah. then? Yeah. And, and then now you slip back into it? Yeah. And, it wasn't and I was even... there to see that one, too, man. I already yeah. knew you were going through it. You were in a dark place, and I tried to yeah. be there for you as much as I yeah. could, man. Everyone did, and, and I just shut the door. You know, I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to hang out with nobody. I didn't want nothing going on. I just wanted to be by myself. You know what I mean? Honestly, I just sat on my couch for, like, 
a good five months, you know, with without doing anything. You know, my wife would be like, hey, let's let's go to the beach. You know, even though I was fucked up, she knew I couldn't go in the water or nothing. But the kids could, you know, but I took it away from them because I was like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm just fucked up and I'm just going to sit here. I'm just want to sit here. So I, I kind of like when I fell back down, I didn't just take myself down again. You know what I mean? I took everybody else down. And then, um, yeah, so I fought that battle for a year, dude. I was on those pills for just about a year again, and I kept telling them to take me off of them because I knew I was going back down. And uh, I know people are going to just be like, well, why didn't you just stop taking them? It's not that easy. They blood test you. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like, anybody can just say, hey, just stop taking them then. But when they're there, you know, obviously you're going to take them. And it wasn't like a Vicodin. It's it was oxys. You know what I mean. So I was getting oxycontin. Yeah. So I was getting those, fucked up. Those are heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I kept telling them, you know, like after I was like starting to get over it, you know, realizing what it was doing to me again, and what it was doing to my family, because you know I got since I got my wife and kids, you know, like I can't fail. You know, there's no failing in this one. You know, so uh, I kept telling the doctors, hey, take me take me off of this shit, take me off of this shit, give me something smaller, especially because I was going to get ready to go through another surgery, and they wouldn't take me off of them, so I kept having to take them, and then uh, went through surgery again, so they just piled me up again with them, and then uh, I got towards the end, where I was just like, hey, you know what, like, I'm done, I'm, I'm done with this shit, like, I don't want to do this anymore, I'm done, so, uh, yeah, I just tossed them in the trash and just never uh, never picked them up again. You know, the doctors Cold kept... Cold turkey? Yeah, the doctors kept telling me, hey, you know, like, you need to pick up your prescriptions, you need to pick up your prescriptions. And I just told them, no, I don't I don't want to do it anymore. You know, and I, I explained to them everything. You know, like, hey, I, I already had a past, and what you guys are doing now is just, I'm going back down the same path. I need something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah fucking quit at cold turkey it was a struggle i didn't sleep my wife seen it you know i brought her down through it again to taking benadryl whatever i could to go to sleep and nothing would work i i went like a few months with only sleeping really like two three hours and it wasn't even consecutive hours you know what i mean like i'd fall asleep for like 20 minutes i'd be up for a while go back to sleep be up again you know and and it was killing me but then i got i got over it you know what I mean? And uh, now I'm getting ready to get out. I just bought a house in uh, Hesperia, California, you know, back in Southern California. So I just bought a house, you know, getting all that shit set up. I'm back out here in beautiful Hawaii, getting ready to uh, basically clear now, man. You know, you know how it's going. I'm, I'm here with you. you yeah, know? for and, sure, bro. And you already know how it's going for me, man. And uh, But you don't think moving back to that part of California is going to bring you back down or you know it, it did cross my mind before you know uh like damn i'm gonna go back it's still on my wife's mind you know she still worries just because how how it was but honestly dude i grew up and it's easy to grow up you just have to grow up i dropped all the people that i used to talk to so i don't have to worry about it especially because they weren't going anywhere in their life so uh i already made it to where I feel comfortable, you know what I mean? Like, from hitting rock bottom to where I am now, I'm, I'm sitting sitting pretty good, dude, yeah. you know, and, and I can't go back down there. 
that down that road. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna be good. You know what I mean? I already got my job lined up. I'm still gonna be working for the military. You know, just because I love the military, it's never done me wrong. And uh, I'm a proud vet. You know what I mean? And so I'm gonna do what I can to spread my knowledge to these young dudes who who are going into the army or who are, who are just getting back to Fort Irwin. You know, and people don't know it's like in the middle of the Mojave Desert. So uh, there's really like people are like, oh, there's you know this this is a shit shithole, you know. But get you a bike. Yeah, and there's a lot of shit to do. You're two hours from Vegas. You're like two and a half hours from the beach. You know what I mean? So you can do whatever you Road want. Road trips are fun, yeah. man. Especially when you have a good group of friends. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man. So I I even got a buddy. Colin Morrison, everyone knows him as uh, Scummy from the Metal Militia and all that. And he he went through a bad addiction. You know, and like, me and him used to just compare stories and shit like that, you know. I know people kind of remember it, but they don't fully remember it. Dude, I used to get fucked up on Dust Off, and my buddy Colin used to get fucked up on Dust Off, where he would like, he like, took a can of Dust Off fucking hit the whole can passed out as he was driving passed out fucking wrecked like six cars and then fucking finally smashed into another car to put him to a stop mm-hmm. you know and then he woke up cause he didn't even realize what happened fucking tossed his ass you know got his ass locked up you know and uh he's doing good man he's he's sober he don't drink he don't do nothing and Cause you can't, yeah. man. When you get to that point, like what I notice is like when people who go cold turkey like that is like, they don't, they can't have nothing, mm-hmm. because it puts them through like. Yeah. Definitely, it'll put you right back. You know, yeah. you relapse, and you relapse super quick. People don't really realize that either. Yeah, because yeah. I know I went through my I went through my shit with my pills and uh, coke. It was fairly easy for me now, and now I just. I just don't like the feeling of, of, of certain drugs, you know? Right, right. I can romanticize with it and be like, oh, dude, I remember when I was so fucked up and it felt so goddamn good. Because, of course, the euphoric feeling of being fucked up and you got that. Oh, yeah. You got that. That runs through you, yeah, you know? And you're just yeah. like, mm. You feel it go through your blood. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, trust me. I, I, I know exactly what you're saying. And, uh, yeah, for you guys who are out there, you know, or, or even battling through an addiction, you know what I mean? Pick up the phone, call someone, talk to someone. The first thing to addiction is realizing you're addicted. Once you realize that, you can accomplish anything. You know, you can stop that shit whenever you want. Even check into a rehab, you know what I mean? Or, like I said, call someone, you know, anybody. You know, you could you can message anybody on your, your social media and be like, hey, I got an issue. Obviously, don't hit up your drug dealer and be like, yo, dog, I got an issue. And he's just going to be like, hey, come over here and let's go get faded and we'll fix that issue. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, just make sure you guys reach out. Fucking talk to people, you know, especially because communication in that style is is very, very important. And you're going to find those people who are just going to be like, oh, man, that sucks. You know, nothing I can do about it. But then you're going to find that person who's going to be like, hey, dog. I got you. We're going to fix this. You know, like, I'm not going to let you fall. You know what I mean? And if you fall, I fall. Yeah, exactly. Because there's true people out there, man. 
you know there is true people out there who are really wanting to help people you know and uh like i said even you guys could even reach out to my buddy colin morrison uh, you know he's got facebook and instagram you know he's always looking for people he can help because like i said he he dealt it you know he went through it i went through it we both talk about our stories whenever we see each other we still talk about our stories like damn you know how like remember this this time when we fucking did this or we did that you know what i mean and you know putting stories together is uh it's pretty crazy because you really realize what you did to yourself and you you realize now hey i'm i'm drug sober i don't do drugs anymore and look what i got from what i had i had nothing now i'm married with kids i got a house i you know like i'm moving up you're comfortable yeah exactly and that's what and that's what that's what i encourage you to do man is it's i just know the brilliance that you have now through undecided fear and then now just turn that into a a privatized uh veteran owned organization Mm -hmm. and undecided fear man like helping these vets helping vets conquer these addictions these uh ptsd kind of like a wounded warrior project man that's something that you can create there and definitely you know and and honestly now I, i i really thought about it it wasn't like that before but i got hurt and like i said i I love the military so i'm gonna do anything i possibly can to keep helping these people and undecided fear is a moto company but honestly it's it's gonna change it's under construction and i'm just gonna branch out to fit every lifestyle you know and i'm gonna be there to help anybody i can and you know and i and i just hope that the company blows up you know what i mean because it's you know it's always hard to start on your own you know and i did this when i was in the army because hey why not i've always wanted to do my own clothing company so why not you know what i mean so definitely going to target like the vets i know a lot of them already which is awesome i want to help anybody i possibly can because i suffer through all that stuff you know and people was like oh it's a mental illness you know they're like i got ptsd i got i'm depressed you know i mean i got anxiety i got a, i got a lot of stuff and you know, I, I realize what these guys are battling, you know what I mean? And you always sit there and be like, oh, it's never going to happen to you. It's never going to happen to you. Until but it, it happens. fucking happens. And you don't know when it's going to happen. And it does, you know what I mean? You just better hope you have that support that you that you think Definitely. you do whenever it does happen. Because a lot of times in my life, that's happened to me. Is like the support that I thought that was there. It wasn't even there. It wasn't even there, man. Yeah. And then now it's just like... It feels good having that that close group of cir- that close group of, of friends or that circle yeah. that's all under one common belief, you know. Right. And that's why I created Phoenix Empire, just like the same way, man. I wanted to create my platform where the like group of people and the like-minded people that can come on to this show and and voice their major opinions and voice how they feel about certain things and talk their stories, you know. Right. Because how many things how many things could I learn? from you, Corey, uh, uh, mid thirties age male that's getting out of the, out of the service due to, uh, due to injuries, injuries. And, you know, and that, and that stunted your career in a lot of ways I had, I went through things that stunted my career and that could have ruined me, but I've always remained positive, you know, through no matter what, no matter what situation it was. And you saw me like, I always kept my head up, you know, just like, 
everything's going to turn no matter everything's yeah. going to turn for me just with my belief in God and being spiritual about him and just just knowing he's got my back yeah definitely know? definitely and it's always good to have uh, a group of friends that want to succeed because when they want to succeed you want to succeed or when those friends that you have are successful you you want to be successful you hang out with the people you want to be or that are already making it you hang out with those dudes who are like still chilling with mom and dad you know graduated like 10 years ago or whatever and they don't even have a job or they're working at McDonald's or whatever you don't want to hang out with those type of people I know it kind of sucks and it sounds like well, I am too good for those people because definitely I'm not you know what I mean there's some great ass people out there but you hang out with the crowd and you are that person yeah, you're the average of the five friends you hang around. Yeah, and exactly. I like Dan Pena. He said he talks about that. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah. That's something that I got from him and it's and it's true, man. And it's true, like you hang out with a certain amount of people too much, all you want to do is drink and chill. Yeah. And exactly. you know, we used to do it too, but it's yeah. like all we do is all we got is military. Right. That's all we got. That's all we know for right now. And then yeah. eventually life started changing, shit started going different yeah. patterns. And but when we did it though, like we yeah we did party hard on the weekend sometimes and shit like that you know and but once it was Monday we were back at it grinding you know what I mean trying to make it to the top because we're a different group we're a different breed you know what I mean mm-hmm. we want to succeed we don't want to fail yeah don't get me wrong there's people in the military that toxic I, yeah I don't even know how they got in but hey you know. It just it is what it is. It's our gen- it's the new generations now. You know what I mean? And and uh, yeah, but you just gotta remember the grind. Just keep grinding. Like you you started this podcast. You know what I mean? And again, thank you for letting me come on this. You know, it's, and awesome. it's a pleasure having you, man. Yeah. This show was for you. And uh, so I got it. Yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate it. But yeah, you know, like how you did it. You know, you're like, hey, I want to start something, just like I did with Undecided Fear. You know what I mean? You don't know really how to go about it, but let's just fucking jump in. You know what I mean? Like let's let's just try it. Let's see what it does. Let's find Undecided fear. You know exactly what it is. You don't know what the fear is, but you're gonna try it. You know what I mean? Same thing for this, the podcast. You know what I mean? And again, dog, I'm proud of you. I'm glad you started this. Yeah, shit. and I appreciate you know? it, man. And this is this is not even the beginning, man. There's gonna be multiple beginnings and. There ain't going to be an ending, man. It's like 50 cents that get rich or die trying. And I'm going to, and people, I hate when people monetize that word, rich. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it all starts with mind, soul, and spirit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mind, soul, and body, at least, like, getting rich there. And then everything else will come, man. The right. money will come. The success will come. The, the accolades will come just because of the hard work you're willing to endure. And then, I mean, for me, it came, like, just like that I just remain positive I remain true to who I was uh, stay true to the game mm-hmm. don't let it don't let shit change you mm-hmm. and just know how to operate man and then eventually I started working in certain positions that certain people couldn't get and they were hating on me and they're just like that's fine hate on me but when whenever you talk to me I still remain solid mm-hmm. I don't go behind your back no you ain't fake you don't yeah. go fake because once you go fake then you're always fake yeah, dude. You, know I mean? you don't do that shit. And sometimes, of course, you can talk and be like, I didn't really like that. or But that's why, that's how on being men, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, yeah. that's why we can sit here on a podcast and just record our show and talk in a certain way and 
act yeah. in a certain way and then do certain things and disagree be like well I see it this way right. be like well I see it that way we don't have to sit there and argue what are we going to argue for that's that's how we're going to kill each other yeah. and we're brothers you know what I'm saying we're, we're all brothers and sisters and we're going to kill each other over our, stupid. over our opinion yeah. yeah and that's what that's what I want to spread man is is peace and love and that's what I want for everybody because once you find that, that serenity dude oh my god dude it's the most common place it's like Nothing makes me mad because I can only I'm only I only got power of what's happening right now. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And then so like when I argue with my wife, I don't argue with my wife. I just tell her, but but I just tell her like, hey, look, this is you, this is me, this is how I see it. We should go about it this way. What do you think? And it's all about getting the different perspectives on things, and that's what. That's what Phoenix Empire is about. I know we talk about adversity. We talk about overcoming the struggle. But that's part of the struggle is understanding one another. If we don't understand one another, how can we overcome anything? How can we have that common obstacle? Just like in the military, they, 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 they have an obstacle course, and you see that. You get the understanding of it. And that's, you're going to do these certain motions in a certain way, and you're going to overcome that obstacle. It's that easy. And you do it over and over and over again. But... In multiple ways, you manifest these things. You do it. There's no reason to get down on yourself. You, when, the moment you start getting down on yourself, that's when you start going downhill. Oh and yeah. You know what shit does? Shit rolls downhill. That does definitely. And uh, yeah, there's times where you you can do it, you know. And uh, when you when you start going down, sometimes you just gotta take a knee, drink water. You know what I mean? And then come back up. You know. That's it, dude. Like, everyone has everyone has obstacles. Everyone's always gonna have obstacles. Life ain't easy. Life is not doesn't have directions. You know what I mean? So, everything you learn every day doesn't matter how old you are. I, I still learn. You know what I mean? And uh, it's always good to know older people too, because then they can tell you their wisdom. You know? But yeah, I, I fully agree with you, man. Yeah, for sure, man. But yeah. That's going to wrap it up for episode 6 on Phoenix Empire. I can't wait to drop this and uh, drop this for all my audience out there that's listening. And I appreciate you guys. And uh, thanks for having Corey, a mid-30s veteran out of California who's in, CEO of Undecided Fear, founder of that shit, uh, veteran-owned company. Uh, It's going to be out soon, so you guys stay on the lookout. We're going to be doing this huge launch for that. And of course supporting each other every way every step of the way so i appreciate it yeah thanks dog again i appreciate it thanks you know phoenix empire for letting me come out here and spreading the love telling my story and uh talking about my company and everything like that again man much love thanks again yeah i appreciate it man and take care everyone peace